What's up, everybody? It's your old friend, John Middlecoff. I'm here to tell you about our friends at Game Time. Here's what I need you to do. Go to your smartphone, download a little app called Game Time. Baseball season's in full swing. Oracle Park. Been there a million times. Never doesn't live up to the hype. Go get yourself some garlic fries, a brewski, maybe uh, some ice cream. They have very good Ghirardelli ice cream there. And when you do that, promo code HAM. So download the Game Time app. Your first pair of tickets, promo code HAM, H-A-M, save $20. The A's, only going to be in the Bay Area for the rest of this season. You probably can basically go for free. Just buy a pair of tickets to any baseball game. They also have comedy shows if you want to check one of those out, or concerts. Game Time app, promo code HAM, save yourself $20. We don't even need to thank you. Just hammer that promo code. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. This Haberman and Middlecoff segment is brought to you by Ease.com and EaseWellness.com, promo code HAM, and MyBookie.ag, promo code HAM1. That's HAM in the numeral one. Download the SeatGeek app. Get tickets on SeatGeek. Get $10 off when you use the code HAM. And go to untuckit.com, promo code HAM for 20% off. Now to the segment. This is from Brady Henderson, the Seahawks ESPN reporter. Uh, some numbers on how well the Seahawks have fared in prime time since Pete Carroll took over in 2010. 26-5-1 in prime time games. That's 83% winning percentage, John. Best in the NFL. They've, I don't remember the tie, guy. They've outscored their opponents by almost 400 points. They're 17-2 and two at home. They're 8-1 and one on Thursday night in prime time. He, really quick, just on Pete Carroll, he's got to end up in the Hall of Fame one day, right? He's a Hall of Fame level coach. Yeah, I, Is think, he not? I believe so, yes. In, in your wildest dreams, with how good he was in at SC, and he wasn't just good, he was elite. I never would have thought he would have this dominant a run in the pros. Like, he's kind of creating a little dynasty. If they are somehow make one more Super Bowl with Russell Wilson in the second runaround, it, it would be one of the more impressive NFL runs we've ever seen Yeah, you, in, the, in the modern era. We've talked about this. I've always said this about the San Francisco Giants. Like, part of having a dynasty is not just winning the title, but it's just, what are you in your air quotes down years? And if Pete, in like the years, were like, ah, something's not right with Seattle. They're, they compete for the playoffs in those years. So, yes. Isn't isn't that what makes the Belichick Brady run the best ever? Because like what's what's your down year? Uh, AFC Championship loss to Peyton Manning on the road in overtime. <laughs> it wasn't overtime, but like the last play of the game, right? Like that's a down year for them. Like their down years have all been AFC Championship losses. Yeah, or if like, your loss is just a first round exit, that's why Sean McVay his first two years. Yeah, the Super Bowl year was sweet, but his first year they boom made the playoffs, hosted a playoff game, well, lost, but. Yeah, their their down years like the year they won eleven games with Matt Castle and didn't make the playoffs. Do you remember the quote? John, do you know eleven wins since their Super Bowl win? Since the first Super Bowl win, 
In a one. A one. In a one. They've won single digit games once. That was the very next year they went nine and seven. So like Brady's first full year. Yeah. Then uh They haven't made the playoffs since missed the playoffs since oh two, beside the Castle year when they did go eleven and five. They've they've gone ten and six twice. Those have been their two low watermarks since their second Super Bowl. <laughs> do, do you think people in Boston realize how lucky they are to not have Tom, but to have Bill? I don't know. I, I would hope so. Some, someone sent me this clip because I went off about Patricia in the timeouts the other day. Yeah. They're like, no wonder Patricia called the timeouts. It was the NFL Network uh, like hour special on the Malcolm Butler game. Mm-hmm. And in that game, Belichick and Patricia, you know, they're it's like the summer after the fact, and they're interviewing them all. And they go to Patricia, and he's like, I'm yelling at Bill, like, do you want a timeout? Do you want a timeout? And then they, you know, go to, it's like documentary style. And Bill's like, he's like, Matt keeps yelling at me. Do I want a timeout? Do I want a timeout? And Bill's not even crushing me. He's like, I thought about it. But then you look across the field and then it goes to like Brian Flores or one of the other coaches who's in the box. Like, Bill, do you want a timeout? And he's like, Bill acted like it was a preseason game week three. And all he responds is, yeah, I'm on it. And and, And it shows him on the field, him just standing there, ice in his fucking veins, bro. It was even Patricia, and I don't blame Patricia. Every human would have been freaking out because basically the guy was responding like, "No wonder Patricia called the timeouts last week against Andy." That's his mind. That's what he's been wanting to do for years: call timeouts in that situation. Meanwhile, Belichick, the best in the business, who taught Patricia, "You don't need to do that. Like, just just relax. Let them freak out. You know, if you're gonna lose anyway, potentially, you might as well just see if they will screw up." But Bill is, and I think it's say back to Pete. You know, the difference, the probably the separating factor that he has, why I think you would probably give him the nod for this over this decade, because you'd be like, Andy's decade's been pretty strong now. But Andy doesn't have the Super Bowl win. And it feels like he's gonna get it in the next three or four years with Mahomes. I, I'd almost be I'd say it's almost an upset at this point if Andy and Mahomes don't win a Super Bowl, right? Mm-hmm. They are to me, they're like a lock to get there in the next several years. And if you get there, you have a fucking very You think good the chance. problem is just that they're in that same conference, but yeah. With New England, yeah. But the difference would be, like, yeah, Goff and McVay made it. Well, if Andy and Mahomes make it, their likelihood of scoring, like, not many points in that game seem low to very low. But you go, Pete, Pete's made two Super Bowls and won the one. And even the one he lost is like, fuck. I mean, he was he was right there on the goal line. It's not like the one he lost was, you know, he got rolled. You know, it was like the John Fox one. Remember when Peyton made it in about three series in? You're like, is this the worst Super Bowl I've ever seen? And it was terrible. Because I remember being so excited for that Super Bowl, and five minutes in, you're like, this is the worst thing I've well, ever seen. Well, that happens a lot. It's, I was afraid that was going to happen in the uh, NL wildcard game. So think about that. Pete Carroll, his one Super Bowl that he won, blowout. I mean, it was one, in the last 10 years, the biggest, whoa, this isn't even a contest game we've seen in a long time. Beat the shit out of a really, really good Bronco team. Beat the crap out of them. And then the and then he comes right back and he, yeah, he lost, but I mean, he was as much of a Brady, you know, Belichick equal as we've seen. Because really, the when you go look back on the Dan Quinn-Kyle one, were they their equals, or did they just start as fast as anything we've ever seen and then just kind of come back to the mean, you know? What what would you say is a more impressive loss, the Falcon loss or the Seattle loss? 
Like, what team would you give more credit in the L? Ooh. Tough question. It's hard because Atlanta just – What were they up, 28-3? Yeah, I mean, I I feel like they're the right answer, but I don't want to give them the answer because, like, Seattle was right there with a chance to win. The, like, Seattle played four quarters of football. Yeah, and when you say, well, the difference is they're up 28-3, to well, Dan Quinn has nothing to do with the offense. We see the guy running the offense. He's now down the street from us. Like, he's – like, that was the reason they were kicking the shit out of him. Yeah, yeah. I got to give Seattle more credit. And you'd go, well, Dan Quinn, who's he? A Pete Carroll guy. That's the other thing. You'd go, well, Pete Carroll's tree now is pretty impressive. He's had a Super Bowl coach. You know, Gus Bradley's one of the better defensive coordinators in the league. Robert Sala. I, I, I think Seattle. And they keep chugging. Yeah, they just keep chugging. You see those numbers, and that's so, – they, they ain't playing nobodies on these night games either. Like, how many games when you close your eyes, like, for the last three years, you're playing like the Saints. You're just playing all these prime time, the Rams, the all these primetime games against big boys. So here's what adds, I think, even some juice to the Monday night game, Niners Browns, is if Friday morning when we do this podcast, the Seahawks have beaten the Rams. I think that will make the division feel even harder than if the Rams have beaten the Seahawks. Right or wrong, like maybe our perception of the Rams is a little higher than it should be, but the Rams were the Rams were in the Super Bowl last year. Um, so if that team gets beat by the Seahawks, now all of a sudden we're talking about the Seahawks, like they can win the division, even though all your, all the buildup for the season was about the Rams winning the division. I, I think, I think Friday, if the Seahawks have won the game, it'll feel like Monday's game for the Niners is even bigger. Like you guys cannot take a breath this season because the battle right now is just to stay out of third place in the NFC West. Well, regardless who loses, I, I agree with you. But regardless who loses, you're guaranteed to have a two-loss team. So if you win this game Monday night, whether it's Seattle or L.A., they're going to be 3-2. and two. You win this game, you're 4-0. and oh, You have basically a two-game lead in the loss column. Now I get you've had a bye, so it's basically a game and a half. But that's, that's a huge swing, wouldn't you say? Just because you're guaranteed to one of these teams got to fucking lose unless they die. So if you win Monday night, you're in great shape. You're just... Talk about keep stacking those wins, controlling their destiny. Now, the the thing is, like you said about L.A., you then would kind of control the ability to take a guillotine to their neck. Because if they lose, then you get to play them the next week. You see that game didn't get flexed? Yeah, what the hell? I don't get that one. I'm telling you, I, I wonder if Fox Fine with me, it. it makes her life easier, but I kind of want it on Sunday Night Football. Me too. But what if I told you... How big does the game get if L.A. loses, the Niners win, and the Niners kind of have a chance to, you know, really kind of derail their season early on? Because they would be then 5-0 and if they win that game on Sunday, and the Rams could potentially be 3-3. Three and three. If the Rams are 3-3, three and three, it would feel like, God, this thing's kind of snowballing on them. Now, it could also go, <laughs> Rams win Sunday night, they're... Four and one when you play, and they're feeling fucking pretty good. And they're like, "We're gonna beat these guys. They'll be four and one. we'll be in good shape." Right. It, it just shows. I mean, we're kind of at a very interesting, powerful fork in the road for some of these teams. They're all starting to play each other because there's like, how good? Are, I'm, I'm on multiple text chains. We're like, are the Niners the worst good team in the league? Are the Niners even good? And I'm like, yeah. Well, I, we're about to find out. Well, that that uh, you sent me, and that someone else DM me that picture that was going around the internet on Tuesday of like what was that from was it from a movie 
it wasn't the Sandlot, but it kind of looked Sandlotty. Yeah, it looked Sandlotty uh, <laughs> with two beautiful women in bikinis representing. Who were they? The Eagle were they like the uh, the Chiefs and the Patriots. Chiefs and the Pats, and then the Niners <laughs> were a uh, homely-looking young lass wearing a swim cap. It's funny. It's really it, funny. It, it's funny. You tweeted it, right? I tweeted it. Yeah. Yeah. Or no, I didn't. I I put it on my Insta story. Yeah. Oh, okay. But it's. I think it's starting to make its rounds on Twitter. It's. It's funny. It's funny. Yeah. And it, it, the funny thing is, even Niner fans are like, "Yeah, I can't disagree with this." But it's. If I tell you the the Niners rattle off two two more wins against the Browns Monday night and then the Rams, you'd have to take that picture off and put like the Eagles on. Well, it. Well, <laughs> yeah. But you also you kind of laid out the scenario too, like the revert. Like let's look at the other side of what happens if the Seahawks win um, on Thursday. I think the Niners would rather have. Seattle win, yeah, because you come out of it and go well. Th- you're right, because you get to kind of you get to kind of bury them. You can contr- because then you get to control it. The Rams, yeah, the, yeah, the- like you don't control playing Seattle for a while, so it's whatever. Yeah, keep stacking them wins, guy. Yeah, I don't. I that would be a go to statement of mine if I was a coach or a player. We just we just want to stack more wins. Stay in the fight. Yeah, just want to stack wins. Just yeah, just trying to stack wins. Stay in the fight. Well, you just you've lost three in a row. Yeah, we're just trying to start a stack. Then the stack starts with one. Yeah, you can't start the Django without the base. Yeah, I I um I I don't have a feel for this. Game. I th- I, mean, I don't I, either. I uh, well, it feels like Seattle should win, which is why I feel like they won't. That much I, I know. I'm with, I'm with you. Like, is this one of those games where McVeigh just starts throwing all these curveballs? Because I think people are starting to go, okay, McVay, you got another pitch? What else you got? Yeah. Guy, they, they, they were a 10-point favorite at home and gave up 55 fucking points. Oh, I know. But I will go to the mat for, he didn't just, he wasn't playing Pat Shermer or Bob McAdoo, right? He Or Ben McAdoo. <laughs> Bob McAdoo's a basketball player. He's playing Bruce fucking Arians. I, I think we forget that sometimes because you see Tampa, like, Bruce also, Arians. Games like this happen in the NFL sometimes. Well, I for a really good team to get your brakes beaten off at home, 55 points, guy. I know, but I don't know, man. I feel like the NFL is – I think these games happen sometimes. I did th- Well, we're going we're gonna to find out if it, was, if it was more of an outlier game, right, or they just aren't as good. They're just, Are they giving up 35 th- points to Seattle this week? I think it's sometimes hard to score in these Thursday night games. Yeah. But let's say they give up. Let's say they lose, you know, twenty-four to thirteen. That would be a bad loss, right? Let's yeah. just because I think the thing is, what if they can't score right, quite right. as much? I'm with you. Can't wait. Right. I can't, I can't you know, wait. this is this is like I, one of the a sneaky one of the best weeks. That game being a Thursday, I always love this stretch of just because of baseball. But that game being Thursday night, kind of, and then the Niners being Monday night. And the Raiders being with a, in London, with a, bu- I mean, it's with just... a bunch of divisional series going oh. on, we got a lot of a lot of juice right oh. now, guys. A lot of juice. Love it. Save big on brunch for mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16 ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90 percent lean ground sirloin for 4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca Cola, Pepsi, or Seven Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.